Welcome everyone to God Talk Uncensored, where no topic is off limits. We use the Bible as a source of truth, and everything we share is from our personal experiences and the Bible. All right, let's do this. Thank you everybody for tuning in to God Talk Uncensored. I am um, compelled today to discuss and bring up some stuff that I think is weighty. And uh, what I mean by that is this isn't stuff that I originally, when I started my podcast and I started writing episodes, the, the first, now this is four episodes, was not even, it wasn't even in my, my writing. Uh, matter of fact, uh, this book right here, it looks like a Bible, but it's, it's actually a journal. And every episode that I believe the Lord had for me has been written down in this book, all of which I'm going to be using the material. But when what, what happened for me was, you know, the Lord made it really clear that um, this was something that he wanted me to do. And uh, I knew that I needed to step into uh, this call and that he was uh, having me do these, these messages. But I, I really wanted them to be very neutral, uh, which I still want them to be because I want everybody to be able to benefit from them. But at the same time, I, I, I feel compelled these days with everything going on in our world to to be more proactive and to really uh, share what I believe the Lord would have. If you watch the news, you cannot get away from a culture of, of violence, of lawlessness. You can't get away from a culture of um, degradation and decay and uh, this isn't political guys so just be clear like anything that I'm saying I'm not trying to plug for one group or another group I really don't care my citizenship uh, my um, identity as far as an American is a Christian first right my my citizenship is in heaven my political party is Jesus (laughs) Yeshua so just know that when I make statements, I'm not, I'm not making any political statement other than to say we are in times that we've never been in before. And um, people don't feel safe. I mean, the truth of the matter is people are just, they're not feeling safe. And uh, you can't travel in a subway without feeling like you might be accosted, assaulted, or even die. Um, you know, at the hands of some crazy person. And I don't fault the crazy person per se. I believe that society has uh, done a, a massive disservice in general to um, people that needed help. And, and at this point, uh, I believe that there are spiritual or demonic afflictions that are happening that are actually pulling some strings. I, I, you know, my, one of my kids said to me the other day about the Uvalde massacre of innocent children. How does anybody do that without, um, being possessed? And I would have to agree. Like you don't just get there without there being some type of force behind it. That's, that's causing that. And I'm not 
and I'm not saying like, you know, everything that people do has, uh, you know, a demon behind it. So if you feel like that's what I'm saying, like this, you know, we, we have our own issues, but when you do things, uh, on a, on a, uh, magnitude of evil or wickedness like that, there is other forces at work that are, that are definitely a party to what's happening in that. Um, you can't turn on the news. I don't care what news you listen to, but you can't turn on the news without seeing uh, corruption and lawlessness on every scale. Uh, we, we can't watch the news without seeing uh, the things that are happening globally as being um, real and palatable. I feel compelled to, I guess, put out a warning uh, a warning to, to everybody, but for those who are quickened by the Holy Spirit, you will understand the frequency that I'm speaking. I believe that God is communicating uh, at a certain frequency, and those of us who are tr- tr- uh, tuned into this, we can't miss it. And so I, there's a scripture that, that specifically talks about that, and it says in Corinthians, that the man without the Spirit cannot accept things that come from the Spirit because they are foolishness to him, and he cannot accept them because they are spiritually discerned. And so the Spirit is speaking on a, on a frequency and in a language that uh, is interpreted through uh, the Holy Spirit. And the Bible in that same passage talks about, you know, nobody knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit within him, right? The spirit within the man. And nobody knows the thoughts of God except for the spirit of God. And then at the very end, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. We have the thinking of God through the Holy Spirit. So those of us who are listening can tune into what is happening in our culture, what is happening in society, what is happening in the world, and actually be good listeners, hearers, and doers. So this is what came up for me. A couple passages in the Old Testament really spoke to me. And one of them is Jeremiah chapter 6. We could go into the theology or the uh, timeline of when this was spoken. I don't think it's relevant uh, to what we're communicating today. And the reason is that... um, there is a thread of what happens in culture and society when people turn away and turn their backs on God. I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday, actually for the last couple days, about um, repentance and what used to take place within our society and our culture. And let me give you an example. So those of us who are old enough uh, to be around during 9-11 remember when that tragedy took place and our country was awestruck, number one, but they were also deeply affected in their spirit. They were so deeply affected that we had this national unity 
the way in a way that we had I had never experienced in my whole life, certainly in my adult life. This this call to uh, wake up, this call to open your eyes, this call to there's stuff going on in the world that really, really, really matters, and this is a wake-up call. And so what happened right after 9-11 was there was this sense of unity. People went back to church en masse, talked to any pastor, any layman, or, or anybody that was associated with ministry. People went back to church, and there was a move of God. They repented. They um they, they came to this place where they're like, we're not sure what's happening, but we need to get right with God. And uh, it was used beautifully uh, in, in that particular way. I mean, it was a tragedy. It was horrible. So let's fast forward now to um, now 2020 when we had the worst uh, pandemic in 100 years that literally um, shuttered the whole world and certainly the United States of America. We were told that we couldn't go to work. We were told that we um, needed to stay out of the public. We needed to stay out of um, places that we could either contract or give this virus uh, such as churches and other social settings. And we were told that um, our government was going to take care of us and that the government was going to subsidize what we needed uh, in the interim. And so everybody went on unemployment and worked from home. And um, a lot of people just watched Netflix you know, uh, played video games, smoked weed, and stayed home. Um, after the pandemic was subsiding, I guess we're still in the midst of it. I think we will be for quite some time. But after the pandemic was subsiding, what you found was that on mass, people didn't go back uh, to church. And I realize church is not a building, uh, but I'm talking about the faith-based institution. And I'm not a big fan, but you got to hear what I'm trying to communicate here. People didn't turn to God. They didn't, uh, they didn't find a place where they sought after him and wanted to see a change in their life and in the life of their community. They trusted in their government. They trusted in the monetary system of the federal government to take care of them. Afterwards, um, millions and millions and millions of people just decided that they didn't want to go back to work. And I know that there is some thought behind that, that these people were unhappy in the jobs that they had. And, and uh, we could go down that path, but you know, or they made a bunch of money because of all of the stimulus. And so they started trading cryptocurrencies and NFTs and, and whatever. And so they found other alternatives. Um, but what we found is trying to get back to some state of normal is that things aren't normal. Um, things are not returning to normal. Through the um, pandemic and the, the summers of 
of violence and looting and murder, uh, people didn't turn to God. They didn't find a place of solitude and repent. So what, what, what I was reading in the Bible talking about history when people get to this particular place, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse, uh, starting at verse uh, 16. This is what the Lord says, Stand at the crossroads and look. Ask for the ancient paths. Ask where the good way is and walk in it, and you will find rest for your souls. When you walk in him, you will find rest for your souls. But you said, we will not walk in it. I appointed watchmen over you and said, listen to the sound of the trumpet. But you said, we will not listen. Therefore, hear you nations, you who are witnesses. Observe what will happen to them. Here, you earth, I am bringing disaster on this people, the fruit of their schemes, because they have not listened to my words and have rejected my law. What do I care about incense from Sheba or sweet calamus from a distant land? You burn offerings. Your burnt offerings are not acceptable. Your sacrifices do not please me. Um, that just has to do with this idea that we can just vainly throw up Hail Marys and our fathers and babbling stuff and, and believe that somehow that is, is pleasing to God, the ritual stuff. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will put an obstacle before this people. Parents and children alike will stumble over them. Ezekiel chapter 33, and this is really important for us who uh, feel the call to minister pastors and teachers out there that, uh, you know, are, are sharing the, the, the life hope of the word of God. The word of the Lord came to me, son of man, speak to your people and say to them, when I bring the sword against a land and the people of the land choose one of their men and make him their watchman, and he sees the sword coming against the land and blows the trumpet to warn the people, then if anyone hears the trumpet but does not heed the warning, and the sword comes and takes their life, their blood will be on their own head. Since they heard the sound of the trumpet, but did not heed the warning, their blood will be on their own head. If they had heeded the warning, they would have saved themselves. But if the watchman sees the sword coming and does not blow the trumpet to warn the people, and the sword comes and takes someone's life, that person's life will be taken because of their sin. But I will hold the watchman accountable for their blood." I don't want to be held accountable. Uh, and so I, I, this, this is uh, because I'm listening to the frequency of what God is communicating, what the Holy Spirit is saying, I see a wave coming. Uh, and I'm not the only one, but you, you know that right before there is a huge wave, literally a huge wave, all of a sudden the water gets sucked out and it wells up into a big swell and the wave builds up and then it crashes. We're in that place right now where the wave is being sucked back and, the, and it's starting, the swell is starting to build. 
If you are unaware of uh, monetary theory, uh, let me brief you for just a second. In 1971, the United States removed itself from what's called the gold standard. The gold standard was that every U.S. dollar was backed by gold. So in our treasury, we had, let's say, this big old pot of gold, right? And in this big old mound of gold, every dollar that we had represented a little flake of that gold, a little promissory note that when I buy something, this, this, this piece of paper represents this pot of gold. In 1971, the U.S. government decided we would just take us off that standard. And so what that did was it allowed for us to just print paper and say it has value and, and be backed by the faith of the federal government. Through the process, what's happened, we've heard for the last 50 plus years now, is that um, 2% inflation is expected and is standard, which means that every single year, our wages should go up 2%, our goods should go up 2%, our home should go up 2%, everything just goes up 2%. But nobody's ever asked why. Why do we have to have any inflation ever? The reason that we have this standard 2% inflation is because the government needs more money every single year to spend on all of the programs that, that it's funding, uh, whether it be Social Security. It, it, I mean, you just name it. There's just hundreds of millions of dollars that are being funneled into programs, you know, for, for lots of services. And because the government actually doesn't have enough money, they create this inflationary environment so that they not only get more money from us, but they spend more money, 2% more money each year, and then they tax us by inflation. So, Outside of that fact that just has been an ongoing thing for 50 plus years, we have this other thing where we um, sell treasuries. So what we have then is this national debt right now of I think $30 trillion and then um, $8 trillion in in uh, mortgage-backed securities and so forth that the Federal Reserve has that they're going to start pawning off in the public markets. What does this say? What does this mean? Um, we are in for a whirlwind. Uh, whether it, it, yes, we have supply chain problems and all this other stuff going on right now. I totally get that. But one of the things prophetically that the word of God talks about and has been consistent on is there will come a time where inflation will get so out of control that uh, a day's wage will only be able to feed your family for that day. So I'm only bringing this up to say that um, that is just one piece or part of this puzzle. The other problem that we're facing uh, coming up here uh, on a national level is the fact that uh, China has rights and controls 90% of the rare earth minerals that we need to build everything from our military machines to our semiconductors, to our batteries, everything. And 
As we can see, we're having some difficulties in the supply chain and things are starting to build up to the point where all it would take is a trade debacle to push us over the edge. How about the U.S. dollar being stripped from being the world's reserve currency? That would be a problem. And that would not only be an inflationary problem, 30% uh, overnight, it could go up like that. So a lot of this sounds very doom and gloom, right? I totally get that. Totally get that. I'm excited. I'm excited that I get to live in a time like this. I feel graced to be able to uh, do what I'm doing, to um, speak to you guys, to let you know that there's, there's hope in Jesus. Uh, Everything that man has put together, all of these monetary things and this whole system that we've bought into that is devoid of God, where uh, our society, our government takes care of us uh, without any form of turning to God and needing help and repenting and, 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 and crying out to him. We're, we're just in for some, some times. We could talk about other things, but it would begin to sound political, and I don't want to sound political. I want to sound the alarm as a watchman and say, please wake up. Please wake up. Please see what's coming. Open your spiritual ears and listen to what the Holy Spirit is communicating. If you're not a Christian and you're listening to this and it brings fear, I've got good news. Jesus will take away that fear. Perfect love casts out all fear. He is love. You can give your life to Jesus. All of it can change in an instant in the spiritual realm. That doesn't mean we're going to escape the hardship and the difficulties that are, that are coming. They're coming, guys. It's coming. Please be aware, it's coming. It, it's, it's happening in front of our eyes. It's happening right now. The wave is pulling back. It's building and it's going to crash. I want you to be aware. I want you to be prepared. I want you to, to, to understand that there's hope in Jesus. Um, I see a revival coming unlike anything we've ever seen before. But anytime a revival comes, it's when stuff gets really bad and really scary first. Evidently, the pandemic didn't do it for people. Um, I wasn't fearful throughout it, but that's not the point. The point is, is that, that we're, we're supposed to be trusting in God. We're supposed to be living a supernatural life. If you want to tap into that, if you want to ask for Jesus to change your life, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I, I'm, I'm asking you, do that now. I, I mean, pray. And it's a simple prayer. God, I, I, I need to be forgiven of my sins. You can even do this now. I need to be forgiven of my sins. Uh, I, need, I need you in my life. Holy Spirit, I want to be able to hear your voice and listen to what's happening in this world. I want to be able to, to hear what's going on so that, so that I'm prepared. I'm prepared for the kingdom and everything that's going to be coming and it is already on its way. And for those of you who are believers, it's important that you share. You have to share. People need to know. You're responsible for those people in your life. You need to share. People have to know. I appreciate you guys. I know this is, you know, I'm not going to do this kind of stuff probably always unless God tells me otherwise, you know, unless he makes it very clear. 
I have lots of episodes written about just the standard things in life that we all deal with, struggle with, and so forth. And, um, and we're going to get into that. But I felt compelled to bring these issues up. God bless you guys. And until next time. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to God Talk Uncensored. We appreciate your support. And until next time, God bless you.